Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step-by-step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media, and exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today. And then you get to join me on Zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there. And I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. I'm so excited to share this week's episode with you. And I wanted to take the time to jump in and go behind the scenes with another floral designer and business owner. And I know in our industry, because it's so secretive, that one of the things that I've always found really helpful is to be able to have a glimpse, a taste, an idea of how other business owners navigate being a business owner. And I've always found it really useful to talk about some of the everyday challenges that we face as human beings, as creatives, as women, and as floral designers, and really get the inside scoop on how others actually run their business. And social media makes it so easy for us to think that everyone has their ish together. And I know for us as business owners, it's just really helpful to be able to counterbalance that with practical ins and outs. I am a human being running a business, dealing with all the ups and downs that everybody is dealing with, and really being able to learn from other people's aha moments, other people's insights, other people's shortcuts. We all know it's so helpful in so many ways. And this week, I am going deep with Linda from Five Daughters Designs. And if you want to find out more about Linda's business, jump on Instagram and look 
for five daughters designs and it's spelt five with the number five daughters designs. And for those of you clever monkeys who have deduced that Linda has five daughters and she runs a flower business, you are absolutely correct. So definitely go check her out on Instagram and my friends, I hope you enjoy this deep dive session with Linda. If we rewind the clock to like literally just over a year ago, possibly even like a little bit more. Right now it's October of 2022. So if we rewind the clock back to like August or September of 2021, and I cannot believe it's already been that long, but where were you at that point in your business? Okay. So I had been working with another business coach, but she was kind of phasing out. She did all all wedding services and she was phasing out of doing that. And at this time I had been listening to you on YouTube. So that's where I was. Honestly, I would probably have to say that I was just kind of doing things more as a hobby. If I really look at it, I was probably doing six events that year, six to nine events that year. And how long have you been in business for? Since 2018. I'm curious about this as to like what clicked in your brain that you might actually switch this out from doing this as a hobby towards making revenue, profit, income? I would say what switched was, again, like listening to things that you were saying on the podcast, um, listening just and also just kind of following other florists who were also working in the industry that seemed like they were making money doing it. So like opening up to the possibility that this could be a for-profit business. Yes. And that hadn't necessarily been the case when you first started. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I definitely had that mindset that I was too old, that I was too far behind. Yeah. That it could just kind of be for fun. So that's. Right. So if we do, yeah, if we do flowers for fun because we're too old then everything's fine. <laughs> yes. It's so fun to like, cause I know, you know, now that that's just a story that we get to tell ourselves, but the idea of seeing how much we believe our own situation and go, well, I'm okay. Just continuing to work over here. I'll continue to particularly like with your career. It's like, I'll continue to be of tremendous value to the education system. <laughs> and I'll just do flowers on the side for fun. Yes. So then what compelled you to sign up to the boot camp? I just, I loved doing the events. I loved creating them so much that there was just like a pull for me that I just, it was something that I wanted to try. And honestly, our business is $5 design. And I, when we had first started doing flowers, I really was like, well, I want one of the girls to really start. I want them to take off on this. And I didn't feel like I was the one that was supposed to lead it. And then since that wasn't really happening, I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And like I had said before, I was listening to you on YouTube and I felt like there was so many things that you were giving away free to everybody, just shortcuts and, and just things that I had never really heard before. I had heard just different ways that to run a business. And I just really resonated with, with some of the shortcuts that you were sharing that it just, yeah, it was very intriguing for me. And I remember you and I having that conversation because I think you were one of the first 
florist to tell me that one of the pieces of advice that you were given was you need to cater to a broad array of customers and clients. Mm -hmm. And I came in and said, no, (laughs) you need to do the exact opposite, particularly in your instance where it's like you're working full time and you're running this business, building this business is something that's going to slot in between your other work. This idea of almost being like confronted with getting to choose who you want your clients to be. Yeah. Did it come as like a surprise to you when I said, no, you should narrow your choices? Yeah, it was scary. It was definitely scary because I felt like I needed to, you know, try to catch every style, every venue. I needed to be every place, be everything to every person. So it was, it definitely was scary to kind of let go of that. And based on where you are now, are you glad that you no longer have to cater to a broader range of clients? Yes. So what do you think the benefit is then for you and your business about being able to pick who you want to work with? I think that um, the benefit is that I'm doing something that I feel proud of, that we're putting out designs that just feel more authentic to us. And I also feel like because of that, I'm relating to the clients better than if I was kind of just doing things that I didn't feel really aligned with my style and what I wanted to create. So like there's almost an ease that comes with it, Mm -hmm. right? It's like if we can decide ahead of time, these are the kinds of clients we want to be working with. And then you build your process and your systems and your inquiry and your business around that. It does feel like it becomes simpler. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So in addition to kind of narrowing down and being very specific about who you wanted to work with, what do you think your other aha moments have been as part of this program and community? Okay, I know the first one is definitely not being secretive about my prices. So I think that was one of the first things that I did based on your advice was when I get an inquiry right away, I send them, this is what my prices are. And that's just been so freeing because they know that what things are going to cost. And then again, I had been advised by other programs, you know, you need to do like a big fancy proposal and, you know, win the the bid. And, and I had kind of tried to do that a couple of times, but I think what happens with a lot of florists is that my ideas were just taken and then I never heard from the client again. Right. Yeah. So I love just being able to just put that out there. Like one of the first things, this is, you know, here's an idea of what a wedding is going to cost. And then if they come back to me, I'm not uncomfortable then giving them the quote because they know, you know, a ballpark of what things are going to cost. So that's been very, very freeing for me. And I think has just streamlined the process for us and also helped us really just work with more of our ideal clients for sure. Yeah. Like the people who are just looking for an answer. Yes. Yeah. Because I will forget that many people are <laughs> telling florists to go out there and do those fancy proposals as a way to win the client. And I'm like, oh, right. No. <laughs> like do the fancy proposal, but do it after you've booked the client as a way right. to bring the vision to mm-hmm. life, as a way to confirm that everybody's on the same page and we all know what's happening. But you're exactly right. Like that experience that I think we've all had in some capacity of like, we've spent, I mean, I spent seven days on my very first proposal, like seven actual days 
on my first proposal and realizing it's like how easy it is for the client who then doesn't even end up being our client to take that PDF and then just shop around trying to find the cheapest option available. And how frustrating and exhausting that is for business owners. <laughs> and it's, oh yeah, right. Like we can go about this in a very, very different way. Sure. So what else has, has kind of been a great aha moment? So freedom with like transparency in terms of this is how much things are. Thanks for your inquiry. We were happy to work with you. This is how much things are. In addition to that, being really selfish about deciding who it is that you want to work with mm-hmm. and the kind of work that you want to create. What else comes to mind for you, if anything else, in terms of memorable aspects of the experience. Well, I just recently kind of figured out your plan. So you have everything just so set out for us that no matter where we're coming into the program, we can just jump in and do what we need to do for our business. And because you've made it so easy for us, honestly, it then allows us the freedom to work on our mindset, which I didn't necessarily realize was a problem, but it really was a problem and probably holding me back in a lot of areas of my life. But I think just kind of all of a sudden that kind of clicked with me. It's like, that's her plan. Like she's making this so easy so that then we have to work on our our mindset, which is really what is holding us back because I would make excuses like for why I wasn't doing things, but really those excuses were just excuses that were in my head. Well, and very normal human being running a business excuses. Yes. Right. Because the thing that nobody tells us, and I know you've heard me tell the story before of how easy it actually is in Australia to set up a business. You don't have to pay anybody any money. You can do it all online. You fill in some pieces of paper and they email you. (laughs) And it's almost instantaneous. When I really wish that there was that checkbox at the bottom of the page that says, do you understand that as a human being, what you're signing up for is being confronted with your self-doubt and uncertainty and I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not qualified, all of the stories that we all have going on in our heads, going the minute that we, you know, let alone our money stories, it's like, let's put it all on the table because that's the actual experience of what it's like to build a business. Yes. And we all have them. (laughs) which is why, and you're right, because I am, I'm like, no, okay, pricing is easy. This is how you get clients off of Instagram. This is everything you need to know about the wedding inquiry process. These are my sales secrets. These are your marketing priorities. Like it's all laid out and it's step-by-step because the minute that somebody says, oh, but I can't. And it's like, oh, right. Let's talk about that. Yep. Yep. So what's one of your like favorite parts of the program or the community now that you've been inside of this crazy space for a year and a bit? Oh, man. I love the fact that I can on a Monday, it's like I get like pumped up on Monday, Tuesday, and then I can do a mindset coaching one-on-one, you know, Thursday or Friday. It's like I can listen to your podcast every week. So all during the week, I'm getting, you know, just that encouragement. It's like, it's hard to just narrow it down to one thing because I honestly, I love so much about it. I love the people that are in the community. I love the mindset coaches. I love everything that you do. And I just am so, like I said, I'm so thankful that I can, you know, start out my Monday, Sunday or Monday with that kind of boost. And then it could just continue on through the week where if I am feeling a little discouraged, I can hop on and listen to a podcast or I can listen to a replay or I can, and it's just having that constant 
dialogue in my head has been just so helpful that it doesn't even really give me a chance to to let myself get discouraged. Mm. So. And that's such a big part of it because we do spend a huge amount of time on our own mm-hmm. in our businesses, right? And even if we are working with a team or we're working with our family, working with a spouse, like it's it's still at times very lonely sitting at our computer right. going, I hate Instagram. <laughs> I know I need to do this to help me grow my business and to reach my goals, but I still don't like it. (laughs) And to be able to be supported with people and going like, yeah, yeah, no, I know how you feel. (laughs) So if we think about the last 12 months in your business, how many weddings do you think you've done in the last year? I will be at 27 by the end of December. That's so fun. Because how many did you do? You were saying you were doing like on average five or six a year previously. Yeah. 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 And in terms of making money, you're feeling good about where the business is going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, of course, there's always, always room for improvement, always things I can, you know, do better at. But I was actually kind of looking at some numbers and, um, yeah, pretty much quadrupled my income in 2022. And then what I have on the books for 2023 is like half of my income from 2022 that I have already booked. Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing is I was doing like full huge weddings for, you know, in the $1,000, $2,000 range, but now I'm doing much smaller weddings and my average is more to the four or $5,000 range for doing a lot smaller events. So that's huge. And Even if I think back to earlier this wedding season where you actually had a weekend where you had three weddings on in the weekend. Do you think there was a past version of you that ever would have thought that that was even possible? No, absolutely not. That would have been crazy to think. Yeah, which is so, so fun to think about. And can we also talk a little bit, because I haven't brought this up yet, but the fact that your business actually works in both California and Arizona and just your thoughts about being a business owner that kind of works in two different locations. And how does that work? (laughs) Well, thankfully I do have three daughters that live in Arizona. And um, I think a lot of it, again, just goes back to zeroing in on that ideal client, the ideal venues and just, concentrating my efforts there and not getting overwhelmed that I have to do, you know, every venue, but just, okay, we're going to really just focus on this one area. And yeah, it's it's exciting. It's very exciting. Well, and is there much difference between the clients who inquire from California and the clients who inquire from Arizona? No, not, not really. Which is super helpful to know. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could go back and tell your previous self one piece of wisdom or guidance in terms of your business and your dream of being a floral designer and a business owner, what might you tell your previous self? Hmm. You should just go for it. It's not going to be that hard. (laughs) Those are incredible words of wisdom, right? Because if you even think about where you want to go next in your business, and I'll be like, well, you should just go for it. It's not going to be that hard. And just one one other thing I was going to add too is that you had also just really been helpful in encouraging me to hire 
event staff. And one of the young ladies that ended up, I ended up hiring um, was a high school student actually, and was actually in the foster care system. And this is not something I really expected to come out of this, but um, just being able to be a mentor to her and just be able to um, take a, a young girl who absolutely loves flowers, who has a natural gift and being able to take her to a wedding and, you know, just walking through that process with her has just been a phenomenal experience. I did not expect that. I thought that the hiring the extra people was just going to be more problems. That's how I envisioned it. And it's truly just been very, very rewarding just being able to have those people you know, in my life has been so, so amazing. And I'm very, very thankful that I was pushed <laughs> to, to do that. And not, I, I didn't continue to try to do everything on my own. So, and I know like we're all, and I had so many stories that I told myself before I hired the way that I teach you guys to hire, but that whole idea of, I think for the longest time, I thought that being grateful for being able to design and play with flowers and work with color and work with mother nature and make money. Like I thought that that was enough. And then you're right. You throw in being able to support and help and guide and mentor, particularly like those younger women who are at that influential age who may not necessarily have a mentor or somebody, an adult who's kind of advocating on their behalf and you get to step in and be like, no, you have a natural talent for this. We are going to like overwhelm you with information and training and skill you up and you will become a sponge and it will be spectacular. And to be able to have that impact on another human's life, knowing it's going to like, however long she's with you in your business, it's like they will forever be positively impacted by that. And her life right now is positively impacted because you keep showing up and deciding that your business is worth it. Yes, And it's such a different experience than I think any one of us ever thought. The idea that you could actually have, you know, it's like, well, I mean, you do have five daughters <laughs> with your hundred children, but being able to take your skill set and mentor other young women in this journey is such an incredible needed experience. It's like, we need more of you out there doing that work. Because like that idea that you could completely transform somebody's life and point her on a path that she didn't, it's not like most 20 somethings are thinking, yeah, floristry seems like a viable career because they're going to talk to most florists and be like, don't do it. <laughs> True. Right. But it's like the stars met and like, no, she's met Linda where it's just like, oh no, it is possible. Yeah. It's exciting. It is very exciting. And I think it's so fun to know. It's like, that's not why you even started this business in the first place. But it could also be one of the biggest reasons you keep going. Yep. Amazing. Okay. Anything else that you feel like you didn't get to say that you want to say? Anything else you want to throw into the mix? No, I think that we covered it. I think we did good. Amazing. Um, just, yeah. I'm just so thankful. And I, I think the first day that I actually got into the online community, I told you know, Jess Jerome, I said, I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving this group. I'm never leaving. So, <laughs> so you're stuck with me. No, and you are yeah. such a, a, such a valuable part of this community. And I think to be able to come back and 
I don't know, just your, you keep showing up and you keep asking such good questions and you keep, you know, you're like a sponge in terms of like, you'll ask a question and then it's like, you turn your head the other direction, you turn around, it's okay, well, I've got that sorted. (laughs) And then you keep showing up and the next thing and the next thing. And it's like, it's so fun to be able to watch and go through this experience with you, like way more fun than everybody just doing their own thing, all completely separate in different parts of the world. Yes. Amazing. 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 Okay. So where can people find out more about you and your business? So my um, Instagram is five, the number five daughters design. And it's also five daughters design.com. And we do mostly weddings out of the Northern California and Phoenix, Arizona area. Amazing. So for those of you guys who are listening to this, if you run a business that crosses state lines, definitely go check out Linda's Instagram and pick up a secret or two. Okay. Thank you, Linda, for hanging out with me for half an hour. It's been so fun. So good talking to you about right. your business. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what you do next. It's going to be so good. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Bye.